אתם עם SBS בעברית. לעוד סיפורים מעניינים, כנסו ל-sbs.com.au. Next week is Yom HaShoah, the Holocaust Remembrance Day. Uh, it's been in Israel long before they had the International Remembrance Day, the Holocaust Day, commemorating the six million Jews murdered in the Holocaust and the heroism of survivors and rescuers. It's a very, very significant day in Israel. I remember as a child, I grew up in Givatayim, which is just on the outskirts of Tel Aviv. You can see Tel Aviv from Givatayim. They are very, very close. A lot of people uh, in my little town of Givatayim, they were Holocaust survivors. Many children in my class, their parents were Holocaust survivors with tattoo numbers on their arms. But we never spoke about it. It was almost taboo. Um, the children were telling me that the, my parents were not Holocaust survivors, by the way. They managed to get to Israel before the start of the Second World War from Poland. But as I said, a lot of the children in my class were telling us about their parents. Are they, they have traumas. They don't behave sometimes normally. They scream in the middle of the night. One girlfriend, her father became very religious and then completely secular and back to religion. He was um, a Holocaust survivor. And uh, we, we used to, by the way, after the Eichmann trial, we were exposed to it as children. And people started talking about the Holocaust because at the beginning when Holocaust survivors came to Israel, they were too embarrassed to talk about it because... They saw themselves as they were just uh, never tried to resist and victims and they wanted to forget. And then they realized that if they'll forget, everybody will forget that there was such a Holocaust. And then after Eichmann trial, all the stories came. And I remember my friends were telling me and uh, I studied at school, I studied at university, I interviewed Holocaust survivors. And as you know, the generation is dying. We are so many years after the end of the Holocaust in 1945. So it is just um, the nature of things that people grow old and they die. And all the living memories of the Holocaust are slowly um, going away from us, dying. So it is important to keep it alive. And there are uh, ceremonies in Sydney, in Melbourne, in Brisbane. Just Google it and you'll find out Yom HaShoah, Erev Yom HaShoah, is Wednesday, the 27th of April. But tomorrow is Anzac Day. It's uh, our national day of remembrance in Australia and in New Zealand that broadly commemorates all Australians and New Zealanders who served and died in all wars, conflicts, and even peacekeeping operations. And um, it's observed every year on the 25th of April, and it was originally devised to honor the members of uh, the ANZA Corps, the Australian-New Zealand Army Corps, who served in the Gallipoli campaign, the first engagement in the First World War that was from 1914 to 1918. And Enzig Day remains one of the most important national occasions of both Australia and New Zealand. 
It is so important now that I must tell you a personal story. In April, on, on the 25th of April 2019, yes, that was the year before Corona, I was on a cruise ship. And uh, there were lots of Australians on that cruise ship, and they requested to have the dawn ceremony. And um, I just could not believe it. So many people that were on holidays, after all, they're on a cruise ship, and they paid a lot of money, and they want to enjoy themselves. A lot of them got up at five o'clock in the morning to go up to the top deck to be part of the dawn ceremony for Anzac Day on the 25th of April. And they came adults and children and old children. And I stood on the top deck and I realized, I realized how important Anzac Day is for our heritage here in Australia. And an increasing number of attendees have been young Australians, many of whom attend ceremonies and they're covered in Australian flags wearing green and gold T-shirts and, and beanies with Australian flags and even tattoos on their, on their skin, on the forehead, on the arm. They put the Australian flags there. It, it's really becoming very, very important. I did visit Gallipoli a few years back. I went to Turkey and I wanted to see what happened there and I stood there and I actually cried because there was no chance of those young people, all the Australian New Zealanders that were sent to Gallipoli. If you look at the topography of the place, the Turks were really, they had Atatürk up there, he was a general, he was a good army man. They were not the Third World Country Army. The Turkish army was right at the top, and they landed at the bottom of the bay. They landed at dawn, the 25th of April. There was no chance that they will win, and the casualties were really very, very hard. So in, 19, in 1915, the Australian New Zealand soldiers, they formed part of uh, the Allied Expedition, that set out to capture Gallipoli Peninsula to open the way to the Black Sea for the Allied navies. And the objective was to capture Constantinople, the capital of the Ottoman Empire, which was an ally of Germany during the war. And as I said, the Anzac force landed at Gallipoli on 25th of April, meeting fierce resistance from the Ottoman army and uh, commanded by Mustafa Kemal, and that was uh, Mustafa Kemal later became Ataturk, the leader of modern Turkey. And what had been planned as a bold strike to knock the Ottomans out of the war quickly became a stalemate, and the campaign dragged on for eight months. And at the end of 1915, the Allied forces were evacuated after both sides suffered heavy casualties and endured great hardship. Really great hardship. The Allied dead totaled over, I don't know if you ever heard that number, 56,000. And that included 8,709 Australians and 2,721 from New Zealand. And news of the landing at Gallipoli made profound impact on Australia and New Zealand and the 25th of April quickly became the day on which they, we remember here the sacrifice of those who had died 
in the war. And there were some of them, the Australians were so young. There were some young kids, they lied about their age. Uh, there were 16, 17-year-old kids went to the war without even much proper training. And they were really, really brave. Because if you look at the topography, you can't even understand how they lasted eight months um, before they were evacuated. So though the Gallipoli campaign failed to achieve the military objectives or the of capturing Constantinople and knocking the Ottoman Empire out of the war, the actions of the Australian and New Zealand troops during the campaign bequitted an intangible but very powerful legacy. So tomorrow is Anzac Day. רוצים לשמוע עוד סיפורים? האזינו דרך האפל פודקאסט, גוגל פודקאסט, ספוטיפיי, או בכל מקום אחר בו ניתן להאזין לפודקאסטים.